My entitled cousin's children cost $10,000 worth of damage in my home, destroying priceless items that I hold dear, and now they are all banned from my house. As I mentioned in the title, this deals with my entitled cousin and her spawn when they visited me in my partner's home. Two years back, her children stole several video games and a tiny treasure chest that was filled with Sacagawea coins. Because of that initial incident, I banned them till I got my stuff back. She refused to bring back my stuff as they told her that I gave it to them, which honestly is an absolute lie. I would never give that to those kids. Fast forward to this last Christmas, and she comes to my party uninvited. In the first 20 minutes of them rolling up at my house, her kids jumped up, stood on, and busted my original NES system. They broke my custom Venetian blinds, destroyed the grill on a 1928 radio, drew all over my coffee table, sat on a broken camel saddle, and cracked it further, even though I asked them not to, explaining that it is absolutely broken. And then to top it all off, they were caught sword fighting in the kitchen with my kitchen knives. I just about had it. So I screamed at them that they have to go and that they have to leave this house. And at this point we hear another crash. Her youngest child, about 7 years old, decided that I'm not allowed to yell at his mom. So he shattered my jade dragon on my fireplace. My partner got fed up at this moment as well and announced that he has called the cops on them. At this point, they get in their car and quickly leave. The cops eventually showed up, but my aunt and uncle who were at the party refuted this story to the cops as they didn't want my entitled cousin and her kids to get in trouble and possibly arrested. And as a result of that, they also have officially been banned from my house as well. So now we're on the 4th of July and my entitled cousin wants to borrow my house all with me not being home by the way for her 4th of July party that she wants to run. And after all the damages that she as well as her kids have caused in my house, I said no. Though I did offer that if she gives me a $10,000 damage deposit, I would happily accept, as most of, if not all of that, would be used to repair my house and the priceless items her kids destroyed. She ends up just calling me names and hangs up the phone. Now she called back to let me know that I apparently owe her, so that means she should be allowed to host her youngest birthday party at my house. You know, the kid who shattered my dragon. I reiterate that it's a $10,000 deposit, and again, much of that is going to be used to repair my home. So she calls me names again and hangs up. At this point, my aunt tries to get involved and tells me how horrible I am, but honestly, at this point, I just don't care. I am simply done with my family. None of them will ever be invited back to my home. I'm happy to live my life with my partner and to never deal with my family ever again. What kind of parent rolls up uninvited to a party and then lets their kids run rampant all over somebody's house, doing $10,000 worth of damage in their home, destroying priceless things that meant a lot to these people. Honestly, if I was them, I would have called the police as well. There's no way I would let anybody treat my valuables like that for a second. In my opinion, if there's toxic people in your family, you have every right to cut them out and get them away from you. They don't respect you, your space, or your property, so there's no reason for them to be around. I don't care how nice they have been or how nice they will be, it does not ignore the fact that there was some serious property damage that needs to be accounted for. It would all be a lot different if some of this damage was an accident. Like, I can understand that kids play around and they mess around, so they might bump into something and unfortunately break it. But these kids were intentionally going off the walls, without any kind of discipline from their entitled mother, by the way. Destroying everything in their path. So good for this original poster for deciding to cut these people off, because who knows what kind of damage they would do if they really did have their party while they were not there. Am I the jerk for being upset at my ex-fiance for them marrying another man 
man without telling me. My ex and I have been in a relationship for about three years when I asked her to marry me. We had our occasional arguments, but all in all, it was actually a very loving, supportive relationship, and she seemed really happy when I popped the question. She excitedly said yes, and for a while, everything was great, and we were on top of the world. At some point, though, I think she started getting cold feet and doubting whether she wanted to go ahead with the wedding, which she never really communicated with me, but I could tell that she was becoming more withdrawn from me, and she seemed to avoid talking specifics about our getting married. I didn't want to see it, but in hindsight, this was a clear red flag that something was off, and sure enough, she broke off the engagement a couple of months later. There were a lot of hurt feelings on my end, because I hadn't changed my mind on wanting to make her my wife and spending the rest of my life with her, but I accepted her decision, and we decided to move on as friends. After all, we still cared for each other a great deal. Obviously, staying friends after a breakup is easier said than done, but initially, it worked as well as could be expected under the circumstances. I was still nursing a broken heart, but we regularly caught up with each other and talked about everyday stuff without things getting tense or weird. We even regained some of the closeness that got lost at the end of our romantic relationship, which was confusing in a way, but still was very nice. A few months later, though, I noticed her becoming more aloof again, much like the change in her behavior during our relationship. And since we were now just friends, I didn't feel like it was my place to confront her about that, and so I just let it slide, hoping that it was just a phase and that we'd find a more stable balance in our friendship eventually. Fast forward another month or two, and out of the blue, I'm getting a notification on social media that she changed her status to married. This is less than a year after we broke up, and she hadn't even told me that she was seeing someone else. Even though she had ample opportunity when we were regularly talking to each other on a friendly basis, it felt like a massive punch to the stomach seeing that pop up during a casual late night browsing session. I honestly felt sick to my stomach all week. And just so you understand, I'm not mad at her for marrying another man. Yes, I feel hurt that she moved on from me so quickly, and I think it's not wise to marry someone less than a year after you started dating him. But that's her right, and I'm not disputing that. But the fact that we were ostensibly still friends, and she didn't even mention this major life event to me, you know, the man she was initially going to marry, and that this is how I had to find out, feels like a huge betrayal. I'm so upset at her for blindsiding me like that. In a way, it's even worse than being broken up with. She told me I was acting entitled and possessive, but I feel like she's gaslighting me. Is it so crazy that I expected her to give me a heads up? Not to get my approval, but just to make sure I didn't have to hear it from someone else or on social media in this case. Because I never would have done that to her, not in a million years. So what do you think? Am I the jerk in this situation? The way you're acting in this situation is just absolutely unreasonable. She does not have to report every aspect of her life to you specifically. She is not beholden to you. She does not want to marry you. In fact, she broke up with you. But for some reason, you're hanging on to her like a leech, expecting her for some reason to tell you everything she has planned. Like you are not getting married to this woman. She is not obligated to have you in her life. Also, she was bound to move on eventually. Did you really think she was just going to stay friends with you and stay single? Because from the way you're describing it, it sounds like you're almost hoping she'll come back to you. And from the way you're acting, it kind of seems like this is why she didn't tell you in the first place. She was probably concerned that your reaction would be an overreaction. But I think what might be worse in this situation is the fact that you think her getting married to somebody else without telling you first is somehow worse than being broken up with. That is really toxic behavior, to be honest, because you have no say in what she can and can't do with her life. So honestly, I think you need to work on yourself, and I think for your own happiness, I think it's time to move on and find someone who will want to be with you, because it looks like your ex-fiance has obviously 
basically moved on with her life. And from the looks of it, I don't think you have yet. And I think you'll be a lot happier when you do decide to do so. I am very allergic to my boyfriend's cat. And I'm afraid he'll choose the cat over me if he has to. And I'm not sure what to do. My boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years. We met abroad and are planning to go to his country and stay there. He has a cat that's been staying with his mother for about three years now. Ever since he left his country. The problem is, is that I'm very allergic to cats. It's not a life-threatening situation, but it does make me extremely uncomfortable. And the worst part is, medications do not help. I have tried everything. I know he had the cat for around seven years prior to him leaving, and the cat was with him through some tough times, and he loves it very much. When we talk about moving to his country and living together, he always wants to live with his cat. I said I will do anything to make this possible, as well as trying some anti-allergy treatment if I need to. What I am afraid of, though, is what if the treatment doesn't work? When I try to talk to him about it, he gets very defensive and says, I'm not giving up the cat or you. But honestly, either me or the cat is going to have to go if these treatments fail. He never reassures me, and I wish he would say that if everything fails, the cat could stay with his mom, as she only lives five minutes away. But he never brings up that option. He just keeps repeating that he will not give up his cat. I feel like he cares more about the cat than he does about me, which is really disappointing. I feel like I offer to do all I can, but there is a chance the treatment will fail. He does not want to talk about that possibility. And when I push, he just says that he doesn't want to lose either of us. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid to move to his country, as well as to try the treatment, only to then gamble on if it's going to work or not. It also makes me so angry that after two and a half years together, planning our life together, as well as a family, I cannot get a reassurance that if everything fails, he will choose me over his cat. I don't know. Should I keep pushing the issue, or should I let it go and hope that if the time comes, he will choose me over his pet? You are about to move to another country with your significant other, under the assumption that he is going to love and protect you, as well as try and keep you in his life. If I was in your shoes and there was any doubt in my mind that my future husband would pick a cat over me, there's no way on earth I would move to that country. I'm not about to uproot my entire life just for my significant other to kick me to the curb for some cat that's probably going to die in five years. That is a financial obligation that I am not about to make, all because my significant other isn't giving me a straight answer. So personally, I think you need to have a very serious conversation with your future husband and say, hey, we need to figure this out. If the treatments fail, the cat has to live with your mom. She lives five minutes away, so it's not like you wouldn't be able to see the cat. I mean, it's not your fault that you're allergic to the cat and that it's going to be incredibly uncomfortable to try and live with a cat that you're allergic to. You honestly can't help that and you're doing everything you can to make things more tolerable. But if the treatments don't work, you need to make sure that your husband isn't going to pick the cat over you. And I honestly, in my opinion, from my perspective, would not move forward with moving to another country until I know for a fact that my future significant other is going to be loyal to me. My husband has cameras installed everywhere, and I'm not sure how to convince him to get rid of them. I am a 23-year-old woman, and I'm originally from Belarus, but I've been living in Warsaw, Poland since I was 16. And that's where I met my husband, Brandon. He's 33 years old, and he's an American who was temporarily living and working in Poland. We met last year and got married at the beginning of this year because his contract was coming to an end and he would be coming back and we didn't want to get separated. We were able to move to the United States in June. I was under the impression that Brandon lived in a city. That's what he always talked about. But when we arrived, we were picked up by his father and we drove over two hours to their house. They live in a very rural area with almost nothing around for miles. I don't drive and I don't even 
even have a driving license. I didn't need it when I lived in Poland because of public transportation, and so I'm not really getting around anywhere. So I have to rely on him, his father, or his stepbrother. I thought it was just a miscommunication, or that we will be moving soon, but Brandon said that this is where we will be living. It's a huge old house that we share with his father and his stepbrother, as well as his uncle. The property is very run down, and they have a farm with farm animals and a place that they butcher them. I want to find work, but because I don't drive, I can't go anywhere. And he didn't like the idea of me getting my driver's license so soon without knowing the country. So he suggested that I just get used to it first. I've been feeling very off about everything, but he dismissed my concerns as culture shock and told me that I would get used to it. I was alone in the house one day and was cleaning up the place when I found a hidden camera. It was very small and not obvious at all. So because of this, I started looking and I found one more in our bedroom and bathroom, as well as another one in the kitchen. And before I had time to look for more, they came back, so I had to stop. I confronted my husband at night when we were alone in the bedroom, and he told me that the cameras were for security. It's a rural place, and we need them for protection, apparently. I told him I understood, but I said that it left me feeling very uneasy, especially with them being in the bathroom and the bedroom. And I asked if we could remove them, or at least make sure they're not facing the bed, and that I would know where they are. And after asking him this, he said absolutely not, saying that we needed cameras where we were living, and basically demanded that I stop snooping around. I told him that I wasn't snooping, and that I don't want a camera in the bathroom. He said no one but him and his family has access to it, and told me basically to stop worrying about it. And that is when I freaked out, and I told him I want them gone right now. In response, he just laughed at me and said they're staying, and that's the end of the discussion. And then he left the house to go to a bar. I tried to continue the topic, but he called me emotional and told me to know my place and to stop being an ungrateful jerk. And that honestly hit me very hard. I did only just arrive and am now making demands, and I might be unreasonable here, but how do I convince him to get them removed? Or should I just suck it up and appreciate the new house? What should I do? For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This sounds incredibly sketchy because no rational person should have cameras in the bathroom or have cameras facing the bed. That's just weird if you ask me. This does not sound like a healthy relationship and it honestly sounds very dangerous for you in many ways. I personally would not want to stay with somebody who's violating my privacy like that. And to be honest, this is a massive red flag, a dangerous one at that. And the worst part about it is there might be something very serious going on that could put you in a lot of danger. Think about it for a second. He brought you from your home country into a place that you weren't expecting and has cameras set up all over the place that you did not know about. That's like three strikes already in my book. If I were you, I would dump this guy as soon as possible, find some way of getting a ride back into town and get out of there because this does not sound safe. This does not sound like a good relationship and I really think you can do a lot better than this. My husband is really jealous that my mom keeps buying me things all the time and I'm not sure what to do about it. So my mom really shows her love by buying things and she's 
kind of always done this. She just really loves giving gifts a lot. I sometimes even tell her that it's okay, you don't have to buy us stuff. But she does it anyways because she wants to. Anyway, I can't stop what my mom wants to do. She lives by herself, has hardly anyone in her real life to talk to, and all of her family is in Fiji while she lives in Australia. So she never sees any of her family, and she only talks to her sister on the phone and her best friend from another city. She only has a few friends and hardly sees them, and to top it all off, she's divorced. So my dad and his family don't see her at all, ever. My brother does live with her, but he is either out with his friends, with his girlfriend, or at work. So she is lonely a lot of the time. She asks me to hang out all of the time, and I've hung out with her so much in the past couple of years, since I've been back in my hometown. Recently, we have spent a lot of time together, as nothing will be the same anymore because I'm about to give birth within a couple of weeks for the first time. So I have spent a lot of time with my mom, just because I know this time is about to be taken away from me. She has bought me a lot of things, always buying me lunch when we're out, buys me some groceries here and there, and gets me clothes as well. She's not super rich, so she doesn't buy me every single thing I ever need, but she does give me a lot of gifts. She has even made a huge hamper pack with lots of things our baby will need when he's born, and she makes us hampers randomly, sometimes like housewarming gifts, for example. She brings fruit and other food for us when she comes over, and always sends me home with lots of random groceries that she has spare of in her house, and always pays for dinners when I'm going to her place. When we're at the shops, she buys me random things if she has the money, so she is overall a very giving person. My husband's mom has not bought him a single thing since he was 14 years old, and still never brings him even one thing when she visits. She even made him pay for her and his stepdad's food, as well as food for his siblings with his own work money as a teenager, and he had to go buy the groceries himself and cook it. When he moved out, nobody helped him, and he has bought everything for himself. When he started talking to his dad again for a few months, his dad offered to pay for our internet one time, and would have helped him more if he was still here. He did unfortunately pass away. So that's the difference between us. My husband has mentioned that he is jealous when my mom buys me so many things, and he always kind of acts jealous and feels bad, and I just don't know how to not feel guilty. I feel bad for him that his mom doesn't do this for him. I just don't know how to act when my mom buys me things. Today, because the baby is almost here, I didn't have much grocery money, so my mom took me grocery shopping. She has bought lots of things for my husband too, like nice birthday gifts as well as random gifts overall, here and there, and I usually share the snacks and the food my mom makes or gives me with my husband. Sometimes she even pays for his lunches as well. Basically, I just feel more and more guilty because he looks and acts jealous and I just don't know what to do. It just feels like I can't act happy and when my mom buys me things, I end up feeling guilty instead and it's just a cycle on repeat. What should I do? I think your husband really needs to grow up in this situation. This is really ridiculous. He's getting upset that the house is getting food as well as gifts for the baby. Like, it's not your fault your mom is trying to be kind and step in where his mom is clearly lacking. Like, motherly kindness and love is a basic thing and there's nothing wrong or unusual about you getting gifts or some kind of grocery money or anything in between, especially when you're about to have a baby. Because right now, instead, he's projecting all of his problems on you and making you feel guilty about getting things from your mom, which is just ridiculous. So in my opinion, I would flip the script. I would spin this in a way and say, hey, this is a gift for both of us and really try to lean into that. But I really would not feel guilty about this situation. You can obviously be sympathetic to his feelings without feeling guilty because in my opinion, you should not be made to feel guilty about having a happy, healthy relationship with your mother. And honestly, he needs to see that. My partner keeps spending my money that I'm trying to save up and I just don't know what to do about it. So I am 24 years 
years old and my partner is 25 and we've been together for six years now and in the last year she's developed this terrible habit of spending money that isn't hers. It started with rent money. I would give her half of my rent and she was supposed to add her half and give it to our landlord to pay the rent. About a year ago she stopped paying the rent and would just go and spend the money I gave her on God knows what. When I found out about it we had a massive argument but in the end the problem got solved and she stopped doing it. A couple months ago I went to buy something on my credit card and it got declined. I checked my account and the $500 I had on there had been spent and I obviously freaked out thinking that somebody had stolen my card. I asked my partner if she had seen it and she asked me why. I told her and she explained that she had my card and had indeed spent the money. I was absolutely furious to be honest and to be honest I kind of still am upset. Money is not exactly tight and she has no reason to steal money from me especially from my credit card. Then today I checked my savings account because I'm saving up for a business expense and I look and find out that there's a hundred dollars missing from the account. She had taken my card again and spent $50 putting fuel in my truck with the rest of it being spent on groceries adding up to about a hundred dollars. It doesn't sound that bad but the fact that she took my card without asking spent my money without asking and I don't know what grocery she actually bought gives me flashbacks to when she did this the first time and I just don't trust her now. How do I stop this behavior or am I being too overprotective of my finances and should just let her do her own thing? What should I do? I think you need to circle back and think about what you just said. She is straight up stealing from you. She is taking your card without your permission and buying stuff that you did not want to spend money on and that is not okay. Your financial security is absolutely important and the fact that she is violating that again is a big red flag that you definitely need to address. I think an obvious first step is to discuss this with her once again saying hey you cannot take my money without asking. It would be different if there was some kind of mutual agreement between the two of you where she can use your card and get stuff as she needs it. But it sounds like after the rent fiasco she's not allowed near your money at all. Which in my opinion based on what you're describing is probably for the best. If that doesn't go over well then honestly you need to cut her off and possibly even think about breaking up with her. Somebody stealing from you is not somebody that you want to be with. And what you're describing right now is straight up stealing. But it sounds like you're being way too passive to do anything about it. Which in my opinion is not acceptable. You need to stand up for yourself and say hey you cannot take my money like that. And obviously you want to go about this in a way that's not argumentative but in some way is calm and collective. But I think you need to know what your plan of action is going to be if you do end up breaking up with her. Which is honestly your decision. But in my opinion if I was you I would not be staying with this woman. She would have unfortunately proven for the last time for me that she cannot be trusted and that she's going to steal my money. Which for me personally I am not okay with. That is not the kind of partner that I would want to put up with. So hopefully this gets worked out. Otherwise you're going to see more and more money slip out of your account without you noticing. And pretty soon it's going to get out of control before you realize it. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.